Nurse's station. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. Good morning, everybody. It's Kat. Hey, hey, you're here. You're here. You're, well, I mean, you're in the waiting room, and now the elevator doors have opened. You can go inside, go all the way up to the 10th floor with us. Yeah. You step out, you look to the left. You could see, uh, let's see, who was talking on the couch today? Spencer and Ava were talking on the couch today. They were. Well, today for me, because I, that's when I watch yeah. Friday. I watch it before the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they were having a, uh, uh, um, I don't know, I don't, they, they've turned a corner, haven't they? They have. They have. They have. They have turned a corner. And over at the nurse's station, they're having panic attacks because the babies are being born and Ryan is being dead and there's autopsies being performed and just police reports to fill out and just crazy. Austin has been hooked. I know. Just <gasps> nothing. <laughs> nothing but craziness. Uh, but we're not alone, mother. We're not alone. We're not alone. We're not alone. Carolyn's here. Mary is here. Elegant is here. Chandra. Chandra's here Sunday morning. Guess basketball season's over. Hey, Chandra. Uh, <laughs> Elegant is here. Kelly is here. Carolyn is here. Oh, goodness gracious. Jeannie. Hello, Jeannie. Sandy. Um, Susan Russo is here. Oh, my gosh. Just Carolyn. I think I said Carolyn already. Oh, that's it. That's the whole, that's the whole list. There might be two Carolyns. I don't know. All kinds of chick. Carolyns. <laughs> <laughs> I know a Carolyn. I'm related to a Carolyn. You are. Yeah, she says she's a big ball of fun. A big ball of fun energy is my Carolyn. Yes. She's like you know who she might you know Amy Amy Driscoll always made me think of Carolyn. Really? Just just Does because she have of just an like element the, of excitement in her voice all just the time. The excitement that always <laughs> and just I don't know. There's just something about it. I don't know. Um, our yeah. Carolyn's tougher, I think, than than Amy is. But uh, oh, you know, well, probably whatever. Probably. I feel like I feel like our Carolyn could kick some butt if pushed. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I know Chandra she's smart as yes, a witch. Yes, the basketball season is over, so happy to have you here. Kaiwan is here too. Hey, Kaiwan. Hey, Kaiwan. Hey, 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 hey. Look at that. Our elevator is getting full. Yeah, well, I mean, the elevator doors have opened here on the table. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, if you didn't join us on Wednesday last this week, you missed out. Because we had exciting news because it was confirmed 100% no going back now, barring some sort of, you know, act of God. We're going to the GH convention again this year. We are. We it's are, happening we, in June. Uh, tickets have been purchased. They have been purchased. They have been delivered electronically. The dates have been confirmed. And the last time I looked, we still only had four announced participants. I haven't looked um, in a couple of days. But they but they updated it. So now, you know, the karaoke is happening. The concert oh, is happening. So all of oh, that I has been added to the list of events. Oh, I didn't see. They had no list of events last time I looked. And that, oh, so they've added. I have to look after. So, so the carry. So what is it? Um, I don't know. They said something about the Savoy. Like something is supposed to be Savoy themed. I don't know if it's the karaoke or the concert. Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything will be lit purple, Oh, right? my gosh. I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. For, Just drag the well, dang set it, over to, to the Burbank Convention Center. It's not far. <laughs> I know. Matt's house. Matt is, I mean, Matthew's 30 minutes from there with traffic. Oh, yeah. It took me 20 minutes on average. Yeah. Yeah. It's super great. If you were like, like um, I took you home one night. Yeah. I took you to your house one night. Yeah. It was well past dark. Yeah. And I got back to the hotel because there wasn't a lot of traffic by mm -hmm. then. 
I got back to the hotel in like 12 minutes. Yeah, it's not, it's, it's super easy. Barely an inconvenience, they say. Uh, yeah. But hey, you know, GH convention isn't the only thing that happens at that Burbank Convention Center. Um, if you take a look at it's, um, I think it's called Spectrum Celebrity Events. It is run by my Star Trek podcast co-host's husband. Oh! Uh, and they do some things over in that area. Um, never GH related, but I think they're having a bold and a beautiful, no, Days of Our Lives. They're having the Days of Our Lives thing, I think. I don't know, Carson Boatman's going to be at some sort of dinner. I don't know exactly what the details are, but if you guys search Spectrum Celebrity, if Matt comes into the, the chat at some point or watches this, he can leave a comment, uh, leaving a link, I'm sure. They do stuff, they have uh, like 911 Lone Star events, and it's kind of, you know, gay-themed to a degree, like gay characters, gay actors, kind of mm -hmm. hangout sessions, Q&A type of deal. Yeah. But if you're into that, hang out. Uh, you know, check it out. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> I I love the venue. I do love the venue because it's so it's nice and close to your house, mm -hmm. and the convention center's right there in the building next to the hotel. Yeah, so and I stay, stay at the hotel, and I stay at the hotel, and I don't have to go anywhere after we're done for the evening. I just have to walk over to the next building. Yeah, across that little causeway that yeah. we, you know, that's it, just and it's boom. nice, and yeah. then. There's a nice outdoor restaurant kind of bar place, and there's there's um, you know fire pits out there and stuff, and that's very nice. And then I go over there after Matt goes home, mm -hmm. and I get other people to buy me drinks. Right there we go. That's it's how you nice. do it. You hang the I bar, just and you're just looking there, you know, twisting your hair, you know. And then I just go upstairs, and that's it. And, that's and it. I don't have to drive, <laughs> and I don't have to do anything. It's lovely. <laughs> it's just a grand old time it's a vacation it's, it's great time it oh. and then during the daytime you get to hang out with a bunch of soap fans and have a bunch of soap experience and listen to all these actors talk about their experiences on the set and the things that they like and don't like and tell stories and it's a good time it is it is super fun and now that we now that we did it last year so we have a little idea what the canvas is like mm -hmm. so I think we'll be a little more prepared for the things that we get to do this time. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right? we'll have better expectations because we didn't know we had a schedule and we're like we've never done this before. Yeah, happening? and and now we now we figured it out. It's it's a lot of sitting and listening to people talk and a lot of waiting in between. Now now we know, now we know. <laughs> yeah, and so we can make plans. You know, um, we'll, we'll let you know with what we come up with. It's, this thing's happening in June, so we got some time. Plenty of announcements to be made before then. So, super fun. Super fun. Super fun. Yeah. Uh, Jeannie, Matt, did it snow in your LA, uh, area of LA? It did not snow in my area of LA. But if you look at the, the mountains in the distance, they have a white powder on them. Um, There is snow on all the mountaintops around me. Mm -hmm. All of them. Did it all snow in the, the Altamont? That'd be interesting. The Altamont Pass had snow on it. Oh, see, the commute on be... the Altamont Pass was snowy. That would be neat for me. That would have been neat. And um, for you guys that, you know, aren't familiar, the Altamont Pass is, um, uh, a, it's more than a hill, but, you know, it's not a huge mountain range. Know, it's like the high, it's 1,000 feet. 1,000 feet is the highest point of Altamont Pass. And it, there is a five-lane highway that goes across it. Yeah. And it is the only decent way that's not, not like miles out of the way. Mm -hmm. It's the only way between Sacramento pretty much uh, in the Central Valley to the Bay Area. Yeah. And there's thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people that commute between the Central Valley 
and the Bay Area every day. It is so, the epitome of Bay Area traffic, folks. It is. And you could just cannot imagine, you guys, what it was like for a bunch of us California natives who don't really understand snow unless you like and live in the regions where there is some, you know, on a regular basis, like the Sierras or whatever, but um, or Yosemite area. But down here in the lower line areas, we don't understand snow. We don't know how to drive in it. No, no. We don't know how to keep warm in it. We don't know how to do shakaki. No. We don't. <laughs> Nothing at all. <laughs> Not a clue. Not a clue. What is this so falling? They, what is this? Frozen water falling from the sky? So, so yeah. So, Friday, there was thousands of ignorant people. <laughs> <laughs> Just slip sliding and crashing all up into slip each sliding. other. Slip sliding. And then, then there, was a, there was a couple hundred dummies. Mm. I don't understand this. So, there's a couple of, like, mountainous passes to, that you don't want to get on the five lane each yeah. direction highway over the mountain. Right. There is a couple of, you know, country roads uh, uh, and alternate ways, but they're windy mm -hmm. and got cliffs and stuff. There's a couple hundred fools decided to do that on <laughs> no. Friday. No, I wouldn't have done Tesla. Not at all. Exactly. No. Exactly. Not at all. Not at and all. they were in Tesla. They were, Matt. Oh, just and falling off the hill then. Oh, my like, gosh. The sheriff. The Highway Patrol, a bunch of city cops all had to go up there and help people turn around. All the time. On a cliff where it was snowing. Jeannie says that the grapevine has been closed. It was just ridiculous. So, yeah, California has just been, just been hit with unprecedented cold and wet weather. We, we, we yes. don't know what this is. We've never done this before. Um, but poor Charles was, is used to it. There was snow on the beach at Santa Cruz. Just that's super, nutty. That's 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 just it's it's like that one time in the seventies for you, you know that that one cold snap where it snowed in Fremont. It did. Yeah, it did. It was February same month. It was February of nineteen seventy six. I was a freshman in high school. The bicentennial the I, year. Yes, and I cut high school the entire morning where I could play in the snow for a little bit because by the time it was afternoon, the snow wasn't on the ground anymore; it melted. <laughs> But we woke up to like four inches of it. And I, I went to school, but I did not go to school. Right. <laughs> you just played all day, right? That particular day. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Uh, uh, hey, Nathan. Daisy's here. Oh, goodness gracious. Everybody's just having a party. We got a Nathan in our family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We can just talk about all kinds of stuff. Climate change at its best. Or it's a, it's a beast. Climate change is a beast, says Medora. Yeah, yeah you know, it is. A little bit of shift <laughs> in climate. We're not used to it. Um, but hey, you know, uh, what, what do they always say in California when it rains? Uh, you know, yeah, we need it. We need <laughs> Like every year, every time it rains, yeah, yeah. we need it. Like it's, <laughs> bad mama, says Kelly, for cutting school to go play in the snow. Oh, you don't <laughs> want to know the other things I did. Okay. <laughs> Now, on the opposite side, Krista contributes that over in uh, Florida, Altamonte Springs, Alt, Alt, uh, there's an E at the end, so it's not Altamont. I guess it's Altamonte. Ooh, oh. Sounds sounds exotic. Uh, <laughs> Altamonte Springs, Altamont Springs uh, in Florida is the hottest February that they've had on record. Uh, so uh, so hot, rain. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the last part says, but oh, uh, no snow. That's for sure. No snow. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, well, I mean, I wonder if it's still super cold in Port Charles, because, you know, two weeks ago, everybody had to bundle up when there was snow outside the windows. But then nobody got in a car accident. And they didn't really talk about it. it was, yeah, right. I, there was no big fallout of 
all the blustering yeah. snow flurries we saw. Huh? Yeah, no, it's just, I guess it was just a cold day in Port Charles, and I'm, I'm into it. If they have the budget to do that kind of realism, let's do it. I thought that the snow falling outside the windows was really pretty, and if they can continue to do that during wintertime scenes, I'm totally for it. I like it, too. I mean, why not? If we can put the if we can put the Metroport pool up every summer, why can't we have some snow in the winter? I know, Metro right? Charles. Oh man, that Metricourt pool's gonna come out again before you know it. Everybody's gonna be oh, hanging out, you know. Oh man! Oh yes, what? The Metroport pool should be up when we go in June. I hope so. That'd be neat, unless they're already filming like Thanksgiving, which they wouldn't be. They're not that far ahead. Yes, I, that would be cool. And and it would be like, hey, MK Weir, can we go for a dip? And she'll be like, no. We so if we go in June, that means we go in June, beginning of June, they should be probably around uh mid July as far as what would be on television. So, uh, so currently, so last last year we had the Savoy is up, was up. All right, so we got pictures that the Savoy is of us hanging out at the Savoy. So this yeah. time we need Kelly's or the Metro Court or Kelly's and the Metro Court or something so yeah. we can show us hanging out at all of the establishments. Yes, and have a great time doing that. Just as super dorky I, I want, nerds. I, there's there's a few of them I would love to see that I didn't that we didn't get to see last year. I would love to see Callie's. Yeah, I would love not the Metro Corp, but not as much as some of the other places. Mm -hmm. But I really would love to see Kelly's. Yeah. I would really love to see something of Spoon Island. Some scene from Spoon Island. Um, so uh, Re Rebecca Herbst put up a bunch of pictures on Twitter uh, over the last couple of days. And on it, she took a picture of, I don't remember who it was. Someone. I think it was her. Anyway, if it wasn't, I'm sorry for being wrong. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, somebody put up a picture and it was uh, showing the set of Kelly's, like from an angle, like on the soundstage. Uh -huh. So you can see that wasn't, you know, you can see from the angle and you can see that the set is of the, the dining area and then the outside area, which reminded me of how Alexis's house is set up where it's her house and then her front yard is all kind of yeah. one connected thing. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they take the same spot on the soundstage. And so if we don't have Alexis's house put up this time, then maybe we've got Kelly's. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. I don't know nothing. Yeah. Kelly says I, that GH I... is five to six weeks in advance for taping. So... Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll get the pool. I don't know. Yeah, that would be fun. Because there's so many, so there's so many, there are so many places in Port Charles. And for us to have been there and to see that they can only have like seven of them put up at one time. Uh-huh. Is wild. You know? So yeah. I just, I just wonder what it's going to be. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We could sit here and just imagine forever, couldn't we? <laughs> it's going to be fun. We could. We could. It's going to be fun. Uh. So... Guys, did yeah. you guys see that? And now I'm I'm kind of over it already. I just expected it. it's okay. Did you see that Esme had got herself a giant child too? <laughs> yeah, they've been talking about that a little bit in the chat already. <laughs> so clearly, that's what General Hospital is doing. I've seen some something out there, and then it was confirmed in chat by Krista. Hey, Krista, um, that. Um, there's been statements put out by people on the show saying because of COVID-19 restrictions that GH has put on, they're not, they're not required. They're not laws. It's just what GH is doing to keep the set safe. Um, they're not taking babies under a certain age to be, they there. don't want a newborn infant on the soundstage no. currently. No. So even if you can legally cast, you know, it's 
you know, with a four week old or baby for something, they're, they're just not going to do it. They're doing so they're going with babies that have a little bit more developed immune systems and, you know, had no breast milk in them for a minute, just a little bit, just a little bit. Now <laughs> it's, it's super obvious because, you know, you got, you got Esme sitting there with, uh, you know, a one-year-old going, Oh, you're just, I can't believe I just birthed you through, you know, like ugh. as an audience, you just kind of have to suspend disbelief for it and just appreciate the fact that she's not holding a doll. But hey, you know, if you would prefer to see her holding a doll, that's a valid opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, actually, when they, when the scene first came on of Esme holding the baby, I didn't immediately see it was Esme. I don't know why. I just thought it was the other baby again. Uh-huh. Well, that's because it is the same baby. It's not the same baby. It's the same baby, mother. You think so? I don't yes. think so. Why would they get two separate giant babies? Just use the same giant because baby they and wouldn't have them like, wear a different hat. Hoping that they wouldn't look exactly alike, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, yeah, one of the twins. But anyway. You know, twins. So maybe it's the other twin. <laughs> yeah. So, um. so... Um, I was happy to see that Esme was dreaming. I didn't think that Heather, would. you never know oh, with no. Heather. Yeah. yeah. Esme was dreaming that Heather was in there trying to take her baby and stuff. Um, and I tell you, yeah, they are really, really going to work trying to redeem Esme. They're really going to work on a GH who really wants to redeem her terribly. And, you know, if some, if, and if anybody winds up having any kind of custody battle, Spencer will not be fighting with his father. Nope. He's going to be fighting with his grandmother. Ooh, Spencer. Well, I mean, Spencer wouldn't be like, oh, no. Oh, you you can't raise this baby, Laura. He would totally be on her side. I hope so. <laughs> hey, I hope so. Yeah. Hey, Jacarius. Jacarius is here. Jacarius. Jacarius is here. Hi, Jacarius. We got a party. You know, Jacarius so, is the life. So, of yeah. So, we, we were talking about the giant babies and we were talking about um, he crazy Heather. Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm I'm a little. The only bad thing about what happened this week when it comes to Heather is um, perhaps she's not going to be around much longer. I, I hope not. I hope, I hope, you know, I mean, I hope she is around longer. That's what I mean by that. Like, I hope she yeah. does not leave. I hope not. I hope she's not on her way out. Um, <laughs> Because they're about to incarcerate her She's again. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, they've done jail stuff. And then if they put her back in jail, then she can start doing stuff with Cyrus. And we love Cyrus. Oh, Come yeah, on. doodle Heather falling in love with Cyrus because Ryan is no more. I don't know. Uh, revenge wow. because of the connection to Laura. I Cyrus falling for her garbage at all. No, that's why it's going to be great. Oh, oh man. Well, I'm 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 all for that. I'm all for keeping some <laughs> scenes of keeping some set available of the prison where we can have Cyrus and Crazy Heather. Chandra says Heather is a hilarious mess, and I completely agree. She's super entertaining to have on there. <laughs> she is. Um, and I appreciate I appreciate I so you know, there's like some weirdness, you know, let's admit it here on the tenth floor. Okay, folks, we watch this show just like you do. We understand that uh this whole Heather being the hook the whole time thing was clearly not their original intention and is what they've decided now. But I'm still for it. I'm here for it, especially because of the wonkiness in the timeline and how it doesn't quite make sense. Because everything sing I can't speak. <laughs> 
I'm a podcaster and I can't speak. Um, <laughs> because every conversation that Heather has had pretty much with different people about the instance and, and just like threatening Ava and Felicia and just being like, ah, nah, nah get out of here. She's so unpredictable that it sort of still works. See, she's so unpredictable, unpredictable. She's so crazy, but at the same time, still so smart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you it's know? love. It's fun to watch, isn't it? Yeah, when they were going over the escape, you know, when she was she was giving her statement, and then Esme was telling Laura what was going on, and the stories were almost the same, but not. It's like Heather had staged everything beforehand to make it look like. Ryan was forcing them out. Like it would be easy to spin things that way. Well, Heather mm -hmm. broke. Well, Ryan broke out and stabbed the guy. And I said, "Oh, you have to listen to him." And it just it it works on so many levels. And I'm I'm so proud of yes. Heather Weber and how just nuts yes, she is. We're the smartest, <laughs> <laughs> the craziest smart person. And ever. then and she showed and she also showed man she could spin it fast. So she fast. was smart. She was smart when Sasha went in there. Yeah. Boy, if Sasha would have really been just a court-appointed uh, mm -hmm. attorney that didn't know her, it would work. Really have any kind of history with her, or really understand? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Heather was spinning it yeah. so well. It she was going to. It, it, it would have worked. She was laying the groundwork really to, to be dismissed already and doing a good <laughs> job. Oh gosh, she just loses days at a time. Oh, she's crazy. Can't have. <laughs> Uh, hey, Beth. Beth says Heather is a great actress. Yes, Allie Mills, who plays Heather. <clears throat> She's really just, he's an into it. And I saw some uh, Days of Our Lives fan, because that's the, the show that she comes from, I believe, is Days, where she plays huh? a similar crazy criminal character like this. Um, they were saying that what she's been able to do as Heather so far, like the content of the story and the meat that she's been able to sink her crazy teeth into, have been head and shoulders above what she's been able to do on Days of Our Lives over the last several years i suppose now i don't have oh. any frame of reference this is just what somebody else said um well but if I that's the case then kick butt keep it coming i hope she's at the convention in june i'd love to meet her God, that would be so fun that would be so fun oh and you know what you have a degree you have like a like a degree of separation with her because you've been to lunch with her tv husband i can mention that that's how i get her on the podcast I'd be like you know right? I, I had lunch with dan Lorio when i was a teenager Sure did. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, come on to the podcast. We'll have some BLTs. So Matt's drama teacher, who he absolutely adored. Oh, yeah, Mr. Vincy. did. Absolutely adored with college roommates with that gentleman, right? That's exactly correct. So uh, Mr. Vincy from New York. New York. He <laughs> called everybody hella dumb. He was that teacher, that high school teacher that just related to the kids by just... Not just, just, you know, that, that layer of excellent. professional BS that exists between like my, my brother has mastered it, you know, that, that, that I'm your teacher. He didn't have that mm -mm. at all. No. But we also knew that he wasn't serious when he called us things like hella dumb and things like that. No. You know, it just, it just, it just worked. I can't tell you why it worked. And I'm sure if somebody came from the outside to watch the class, they'd be like, holy smokes. What is, what, what is this? <laughs> but mom met him, you know, she yes. got it. We all yes, got it right away. He was excellent. He was excellent. He was a great teacher and a great drama teacher. Uh, and yeah, he he uh, was college roommates with Dan Laurie. And Dan Laurie was coming through for a play uh, through the Bay Area. And uh, Vincey was like, I'm going to grab some of my most passionate slash most dedicated slash best 
don't know, drama kids. And uh, we're going to go have lunch with the guy. And it was cool. We had, we had, we went and we sat around. We had like Thai food or something. And he just mm-hmm. told stories. About and it was wonderful, it huh? It was super fun. Yeah, it was super great. He was talking about being on an Independence Day and how he hated it. He's like, this isn't art. Because he's a man's man. He's an art, you know, he's an artistic actor. Not uh-huh. one of those people that wants to go make a, just a movie. You know, I want to make a film. Yeah. One of those guys. At least it was at the time. I don't know how he feels now. I, well, maybe he loves Shakespeare, you think? Oh, probably. I don't know. They all love Shakespeare. Don't they? That's yeah. that's everybody's heart. That's the core. That's what it happens. Not you. Uh, bu- bu- not you. Okay. You're not I, I just pulled up, true. I'm sorry, I pulled up Creation Entertainment's magazine, uh, website to see if there was any new announcements and there aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to see Dan Laurie on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, that but that's a great idea, Matt. When you when you if she is there and you were able to meet her, that is that is a great a conversation starter. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, Melissa, Melissa says that uh, she met her uh, her TV son, the guy that played Wayne, not Kevin, but Wayne, the brother. Yeah, the I remember him. Uh, I guess he rented a U-Haul from the place that she works at. So hey, hey, look at that small world. Well, tell me, you know, have you guys, uh, who else in the chat has run into a celebrity randomly? I've run into all kinds of, all kinds of them. Well, we, we stayed in the hotel (laughs) with um, uh, Michael Redhead. Oh yeah, that's right. Dylan Cash. That's a story that we told early in the podcast years ago. I bet a lot of people haven't heard this yet. Have you guys heard the Dylan Cash story? Look at us not talking about one of the most impactful weeks on General Hospital. Look at us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't go away okay no maybe she just talked with you. well you guys let us know um so let's talk about heather some more because oh my gosh she was it. just a big giant can of worms wasn't she yeah, but she, she was involved in all that windermere stuff and then aftermath you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's the guy that played franco james franco roger howarth mm-hmm uh, uh but you know heather's heather's great heather's awesome she uh um i like how now that people know that she's the hook it's now going to line up these characters to then be able to get revenge okay, have some scenes we had sasha we had sunny so far and that's just you know obrecht doesn't know yet that heather killed her daughter and that's going to be a great scene yes it will so i'm looking forward to that very much yes it will And, you know, along with Heather's confession of everything, she came to light some things that they didn't know about, like Jocelyn. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 The second time she was after Jocelyn. Yeah. And Britt wound up being dead. Yeah, she just came out of nowhere. So (laughs) now they know that Jocelyn was there. Well, no, uh, we actually have a, a number of celebrity sightings in in the chat. I guess it's a normal thing. People meet celebrities a couple of times in their lives. It's a no- normally, right? Unless you live in some sort of corner of Nebraska. No offense to people who I've live in corners of Nebraska. I've met a few. Chandra met Robin Thicke. Daisy met Thor- Thornston K. Well, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Kaiwan met the guy who played Franco. Oh, I don't know which one. James Franco. I don't know when, which one, but I guess. Uh, uh, Este ran into Richard, uh, Little Richard in a restaurant. Now, that would have well, been something. Cool. Ma, would you have been starstruck if you saw Little Richard in a restaurant? Like, oh my God, there's <laughs> Little Richard. Can I, get a, can I get a picture? Can I go up to him and go, whoo? I 
think I would probably approach him. <laughs> I think what I would you say? Would you say good golly, Miss Molly? Something like that. Good golly, Miss Molly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Oh, I'm sure my housemates are just laughing at me. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Ryan's great. Or uh, Heather's great. Uh, Roger Howarth is who Kaiwan met. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, okay. Well, we met him too, and he's very, he's got a very gentle demeanor, doesn't he? He sure Matt? does. He sure does. I think that yeah. Austin is probably the closest to his actual personality of any of yeah, the characters. He has a very that he's gentle so demeanor. He does. He does. <laughs> and you know, another person that has a real chill kind of Zen demeanor too, but he's a little funny, uh, is um, Julian. Who's that, Matt? William DeVry, right? Yeah, Will DeVry. Will DeVry. Yeah. Yeah, he has a real gentle Zen kind of thing to him too. Yeah, he's good. He's a good guy. He's but he's guy. funny. Yeah, I, I I appreciate that. He's he, you know, he he died a whole year before the convention happened, but he's like, no, I'm doing this convention. I'm gonna you know be able to hold this booking and say goodbye to my my fans and talk to people the way that I wanted to. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was heartwarming. Exactly really, what he said too. He says that's why I'm still here, you guys. I just still still wanted to meet my. I still wanted to meet the viewers and the fans of General Hospital. Yeah, yeah. He said, you know, uh, even that's though I'm not on the show anymore, it was still important to me. Um, you know, you guys are why I did it. Medora met Stevie Wonder. Melissa met David Crosby. There's Mike Tyson sightings. My goodness gracious. Kenny G. Mm. Kenny G. Oh my Kenny god. Kenny G. I want to see Kenny G on General Hospital. My mom really likes. I want to see Kenny G. G and Marshall do duet. When Trina and Spencer get married. It's true. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I Let's do, do it. Spencer, Spencer and Trina might have a wedding in like, I don't know, a year or two from now, I think. Perhaps. Uh, They're yeah, going to have yeah. to break up at least once before they get married. Oh, there's going to be some sort of tension. There's going to be some sort of, uh, you still love Esme. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Before we get deep into into into, into the love life of Spencer and Trina, though, we got to talk about the other wackadoodle person that was on this week. Okay. And his name is Ryan Chamberlain. Oh, my God. And he took one to the chest. I don't know how I feel about Ryan being dead. Well. And I think he's really dead, 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 dead. I think he's super dead. Usually when they put you on a body bag and zip your over your face on General Hospital, that's an indication you're really going to be dead. But they could also, you know, like like um, put him in a cryo chamber like Days of Our Lives and he's going to be okay. They could. Helena they could. could show up with Dr. David Hayward. It could happen. It could happen. Crazier things have happened. It could happen. But so I don't, I don't, I would love for him not to be gone forever. Yes. Because he's, he's just so before. fun to watch. He's so fun to watch. And I loved it that he, what he said to Mac when he realized it was Mac that shot him. <laughs> <laughs> so for longtime fans, I'm sure that was very satisfying. I mean, Ryan was like, yes. of course it was going to be you. Uh, <laughs> of course it was You know, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't see the original Ryan run. So I don't know Mac's whole connection to it. Um, so I, I hope it was satisfying to people who did. And Melissa says Ryan isn't know. dead. Ryan's been dead once already. You know, I'm, it, it's entirely possible that he's going to come back. Um, it might be a while, though. He's never been depicted dead like this, though. If he winds what? up, if, if Kevin winds up putting his brain 
next to Faison's, as uh, somebody in the chat had suggested, um, <laughs> then yeah, I think we know for sure that Ryan is is no longer with us. Uh, but I gotta say, though, <laughs> okay, I gotta say, all right, I I I, I did a little I. Maybe maybe I've underappreciated John Lindstrom a little bit because I've enjoyed Ryan Chamberlain, all right? But I haven't really connected to Kevin Collins. I haven't really been interested okay. in Kevin. Uh, maybe it's uh -huh. the maybe it's the show's fault. Maybe it's my fault. I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's been Laura's husband and the psychologist that gets seen every once in a while, you know? Like, well, Kevin's so straight-laced. He's not very multifaceted. So, you know, it's not very, you know, I haven't been like, oh, wow, what, a, what an interesting character, and I'm drawn to the performance. Um, I've really liked Ryan because, you know, he's crazy lunatic. <laughs> it's really easy to like that. That's crazy. <laughs> but I will say, I've underappreciated the man because he and Felicia having their conversation over Ryan's body. That was some good stuff. All right. Because, you know, Ryan's like, oh, man, he's dead. And Felicia's like, oh, you know, it's so sad and I'm sorry. And he's like, whoa, that's a weird thing for you to say. This is, <laughs> you know, this is the <laughs> happiest day of your life, essentially, you know, but it was your brother. And then they have their little little hug and the tears and stuff. And Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh. It was really good. Everybody kind of reacted that way. I loved Ava's reaction to finding out that Ryan was dead. He just did a rounding gun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the way she talks when she's really, you know, Got when it. she's, yeah. I'm resolute in this. Got Kaiwan says it was kind of a spiritual sequel to General Hospital in 1994. So I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Uh, her Jack Wagner is coming back for the 60th Nurses Ball. Can anyone confirm this? We can't. Krista, if anybody can confirm it, it would be you. You the you are the one that have been bringing the facts in the chat this week, not here us here on the 10th floor. We rely on you guys to legitimize, legitimize Nobody us. Nobody tells us nothing. No. The only thing we can do is speculate. <laughs> and I speculate yeah. the 60th anniversary is going to continue to be very exciting. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, we're not even there yet. This is just sweeps and it's been very exciting because last week. All right. Last week we had the whole, the whole, just the, just all of that. All right. Mm -hmm. With the wedding and the, and the, and the, and the prison break and all that. This week yes. we got the birth of Ace and we got the death of Ryan and we got all that. And mama, I'm pretty sure that next week or very soon after that, we got the Pikeman thing going down, which is going to be another cluster of story. Yes. There is no the... way in a hell that Jocelyn is not going to show up to that thing and get shot. <laughs> Boy, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then all three totally of these dudes are going to have to like come together and be like, that. oh, we did this. I haven't thought about that, but you're absolutely right. There's no way in heck Jocelyn ain't showing up to that thing to make sure that Dex is being safe, getting shot in the belly, and then, you know, Sonny yeah. and Michael and Dex are all gonna have to be like, oh no, what happened? I, 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 I just, I don't know, Dad. I don't know what, to, I don't know what to do. What is she doing here? Oh, oh, it's my fault. I did this. If it wasn't for me falling in love with her, she wouldn't be here. There's my Dex. I like it. <laughs> That was uh, great scene work right there, Matt. Thank you, Ma. General Hospital, if you're hiring, I'm available. <laughs> and, you know, well, I'm 20 minutes away from the convention center, but I'm about 45 minutes away from the studio. 
He's right there, guys. <laughs> uh, and then the... <laughs> I don't know why you're not using him. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, I, I, I understand that Soap Hub has named Ali Mills Performer of the Week. I don't understand why you want me to say that with my voice so badly. <laughs> but now that you've tagged me in the chat with this information, folks, Ali Mills has been named the Soap Hub Performer of the Week because of her work as Heather Weber this week. Thank you very much, Kelly, for your contribution. Well, she deserves that. She deserves it. And so does Kelly. Kelly deserves the recognition, and I'm sorry for ignoring you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that Dex voice work, Wes Ramsey worthy. I mean, I don't know. I need, I, I guess I need, I, I, Dex needs to be a little more Southern for that to work, because I threw a little East Texan in there, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Medora says that Dex is uh, is the weakest and cl most clueless mob person ever. And Medora, I do believe that's because Dex isn't really a mob person. Yeah, I I think it's um because he's not a mob person as well, and it's also because he has a lack of blood flow to the upper region of his body. <laughs> <laughs> I had a fun conversation uh, on Twitter with a GHWWE fan. I don't know if you're in the chat now or what your real name is. Uh, but I said that uh, the lust between... Um, I, I compared Romeo and Juliet to Dex and Jocelyn. But not because of the epic romance, but because of the uncontrollable lust that burned everything down around them. <laughs> right? GHWWE <laughs> uh, fan did not enjoy this. They thought they, they said, well, Joss and Dex, Dex have said that they have deep feelings for each other, and I challenged that person. You can say whatever you want, it doesn't make it true. And did you find your soulmate at the age of 19? And boy, oh boy, is this a lustful story. They, can, they can't even, like, mama, at the end of this thing, at the end of the conversation, ma, they're like, they're like, oh, things are so dangerous. I know, I don't know how we're gonna get through this. <laughs> Just be safe, okay? I know whatever choice you're going to make is going to be the best. Like, they can't even get through a conversation without kissing. It yeah. is about... They are just that. so... Uh, yeah, they are just got the... They got the hornies for each other a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, will it lead to deep love at some point? Maybe. Does that not? Does that mean that they don't like each other? No, of course they 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 very much like each other. They're emotionally invested, but it's not like it's not like they're this will, they haven't you know, fallen in love like you know, Spencer well, and Trina said, have. Yeah, like you know, like like um jocelyn said to dex that she's never felt this way for anybody before well i think that's true yeah this is her first real adult relationship yeah yeah but yeah i don't think i don't think they're able to think about how they you know any kind of longevity because they can't think about having each other's clothes off long enough to think about anything else it's not a but bad Trina, thing. Trina and Spencer are different yeah. because they had a lot of depth and growth before all this physicality last week. Yes, it's true. It's true. See, the love between Josh coming and Coming together Dex and disappointing each other and coming together and disappointing each other and disappointing each other and disappointing each other. <laughs> that hot <laughs> and heavy warmth that Jess and Joss and Dex have for each other may turn into real deep connection and love at some point. 
Yeah. What Spencer and Trina have is the opposite of that, where the real deep connection that they have is going to lead into the physical. You know, it's like they're on opposite polar paths, maybe to the same goal, but definitely yeah. moving at tremendously different speeds. Yes. Um, yes. And that doesn't and make I any one of them that... more valid than the other or less. Well, and, you know, with Dex and Joss, too, all their danger is is ahead of them still in story, where all it's kind of concluding with um, Trina and Spencer. They're going to really be able to go forward now, I think so. And unless Trina gets just like completely turned inside out with this whole dad thing. Yeah. I think her and Spencer will start spending a lot of time together oh yes oh yeah so you know trina's not going to know what to do what 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 direction to go in um i think that marshall was right though to a degree or who was it marshall or no trina it was taggart taggart was right to agree when he's like trina's really a forgiving girl you know she's gonna be she'll be fine she's gonna come around do you i don't know i gotta i gotta try it like the the teeth don't move much way mm-hmm. i think you sound like him though the phrasing's good. Well, thanks. 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 <laughs> you know, I watch the show. You know, I try. I try. Yep. <laughs> uh, ECM says, if the five families were going to kill Carly because she came to the meeting, how is Dex going to be walking around with Just after turning in Sonny and the gun runners? He will be a dead man walking. <laughs> That's a good point, ECM. But I think... You know, there could be, there could be something like this, and I've heard some rumor to oh, this yeah? a little bit. There, you know, everybody's going to be against Dex and there's, you know, there's not going to be anybody that's really invested in staying alive other than the police and Jocelyn. Everybody else is going to want him dead mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the folks that we don't know about yet. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. what are they? Pickmans, Reitmans, what are they? The Pikemans. Pikemans. Uh, Sonny, Michael, mm-hmm. at the end, you know, no one's going to care except for Jocelyn. But then we're going to find out. That he's not just Dex. He is so and so's kid. He is right. so and so's this and that. He's really AJ's son. And then J- Jocelyn's going to like puke. Yeah. It's Michael's brother. <laughs> like AJ's son, or perhaps he's Brenda's kid or Ooh, something. Brenda's kid. I'm into it. The people, can, people want Brenda and Dante to have had a child. Because I guess Brenda and Dante were an item at some point before Dante had come to the show. In, uh, I believe in Europe. Yeah, yeah. So that's what people want. People want that. But I'm, I'm so personally more interested in so finding out. I think out... there's another twist yeah. for the Dex story. Oh, with all sure. kinds of complication with crime and all that. And double crossing <laughs> and lying and conniving and all that. Do we still have five families? The answer is no. Do we still what? Do we still have five families? No, we've been whittled down to two. Two families. It's just the woos and the Corinthos. Woos and the Corinthoses. And now it's going to be these. So the Novaks, the Novaks got blown up. All right. The Novaks along with the other guys, <laughs> the Giuseppes. I don't know. I don't even remember the other family, but I remember the Novaks because of Joey Novak. All right. I don't remember that guy. Yep. So they, they, they both got blown up at, um, at Jason and Carly's <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Gladys narrowly escaped. She just wasn't in the limo. Thank God. Um, I don't know what happened to the, the, the other family. That would have made up the five. But they don't seem to be a problem. Maybe their territory got absorbed. I don't know. But yeah, it's just the woos and the Corinthoses right now. Maybe. 
Maybe that was Cyrus's little area. Oh, Cyrus. Yeah, the Renault family. There we go. Because Cyrus had moved in and taken over one of the... That's exactly it. And it got... Cyrus went away. The Corinthos's... Didn't Corinthos and Wu kind of decide to split it? Yeah, yeah. And then we're like, we're going to divide the did even 50-50. Yeah. He's like the most Italian half Latino man ever. Um. And uh, yeah, and so so that yeah, so the woos and the Corinthos is it. So if Sunny gets thrown away, then it's just only the woos, and that that might be interesting. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Hey, some some faker, some faker in social media tried to um, steer me into believing they were Maurice Bernard this week. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. How they do that? They slid into your DMs and like, hey, it's me, Maurice. I want to be on your show. Send me money. Well, no, it didn't say that, but they were just really, really inquisitive, and he, they just asked me all kinds of personal questions, but kept on like, saying that they were Maurice. I'm like, no, you ain't Mo. No, Maurice no. <laughs> Bernard doesn't need to know my social security number. That's a weird question. <laughs> you don't need to know my mother's no, maiden name. No, you ain't Mo. <laughs> no, you ain't Mo. Blah. So I deleted them. As it turns out, that's Maurice Bernard. He's going to talk about on his next state of mind. <laughs> I reached out to this podcast that broadcast after me and they were totally rude. Oh. <laughs> well, if it was really you, Maurice, we're sorry. <laughs> oh man. See, here we go, Ma. Then now this is this is this is really interesting. Now I've only podcasted about one soap and it's been General Hospital. So I don't really know what things have been like for other shows, other fandoms, what people have talked about around the water cooler or on social media for the last ten years. I just don't know. I wasn't there. Nathan says, I doubt Heather is the hook killer. She's protecting Esme, who's faking her amnesia. There is just some people out there who will not be convinced that Esme has re- really has amnesia. And I don't know. I don't know. Is that normal? Is that usual? Uh, well. Or do people just hate know. Esme? <laughs> maybe both maybe it's a combination of that but but there is a little bit of hit though that perhaps she will start remembering something because she remembered to name the baby ace it just came out it felt right and then afterward yes. you could see her going <clears throat> hmm, hmm. now is that her regaining some memories because we don't know because that's the last thing she said was the ace thing and then they put heather in there at the end of Friday, and they have said no words, so we have no idea if on Monday, Esme is going to be like, you know what, I remember everything now, and I remember that you abandoned me, ma. Mm-hmm. But I think that she isn't faking, I think that she still has her amnesia, I think the name Ace came out because, because what thought. else are we going to call this kid? She's going to come up with uh, I Joe. mean, just <laughs> kind of, just kind of like Sonny wound up being called Mike. Yeah. yeah sort of. Know? You know, it just it, it felt right. It seems right. Well. It means that Esme's memories are still in there. They're going to be accessible. Maybe they can download them with a USB drive. All they have to do is call Doctor Andre Maddox. Oh, Maybe they can do that. Um, <laughs> uh, but past that, um, I think that is legit. I think that she's really forgotten, and I think that they have really started the path of even if I don't remember, I should probably go to trial for the things that I did. Because I deserve to be punished if I did these things. I think that's that's <laughs> where we're going. And I think that of uh, Esme Demption 2023, <laughs> I think that um, that's probably the best way, way to go to get as many people as possible to be with it. 
was for her to say, I did, I, I believe in my heart that I did these things, even if I don't remember them, and you must punish me. And then the other characters can forgive her, and she can spend a couple of weeks in jail. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then, I don't know, I, I feel like maybe there's some people out there just that just want to straight up get her, see her get stabbed with a hypodermic needle. You know, just like, yeah. like Alexis and... and... Well, <laughs> I do think, you know, right now, I don't know, I do think that Esme is telling the truth about her uh, amnesia, but I don't trust her as a character, you know, because her character underneath all that, even though she was misled mm -hmm. by her dad, is to be shady. That's her character. It's true. She's shady. It's totally true. So it could be, she could be easily start to remember things and will stay just as deep and as amnesia as she can <laughs> for as long as she can. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's that. She, she, you know, she could, she could be faking. She could remember and continue to fake. She could remember and tell everybody everything. Um, I, I don't know. Um, and the, I think, I, I do think she really is probably loving on this baby. I think she probably yeah. really loves. Yeah, she loved a baby. Who who doesn't love a baby? Come on, you know who doesn't love a I baby? I think she's maternal for it's a sure. Baby. It's a beautiful baby, a beautiful giant baby. And baby. Laura is totally in love with that baby. Oh, it's her grandson, Ma. She can't not love it. Spencer's brother. Spencer's brother. All right, so there was there was some talk on Twitter now. Uh, now that we know who parent who who Esme's parents are, who what does that make her to everyone? You know, you know it's well. You know, I was thinking about it. And, yeah. Um, she's who is she related to? She's what? She's related to Stephen Lars, Franco. Those are her brothers. Those are her brothers. And I think they're also crazy, yes. right? Is Stephen Lars crazy? Is Stephen Lars yeah, crazy? Stephen, Stephen Lars wasn't crazy. Oh, but he's in jail. He's in jail. Okay. But he wasn't nuts. So, he was a smart guy. So those so that's it. Those are her brothers on the Heather side. And then the Ryan side, I think Esme's his only kid. But that makes Kevin his her uncle, which makes Laura her aunt through marriage. Yes, and which, the grandmother of her baby, which then makes and her mother Spencer's of her father's cousin through marriage. Mm. But that's okay. If you just dissolve that marriage line, they mean nothing to each other. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Stephen Lars is Heather's son. Yeah, we know that. We know that. I said that, didn't I? I said that. Didn't I say that? And he's in jail. And he's in jail. Yeah. Um, and the last time he was on screen, he was played <laughs> by Scott Reeves. Right. Um, and I, I guess that makes uh, Lucky her uncle, uh, Cameron her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> but these are all through marriage, though. So it's... it's Right. Well, it's all convoluted. <laughs> she fits right in. <laughs> yeah. You can't be a character in General Hospital unless you're tangentially re related to at least 15 other ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's also related to the Quartermains through Drew and Jason's mom, Susan. Why? Susan is Susan Heather's sister. Mm. Oh, cousin! They were cousins. Susan oh, and we Heather go. were cousins. Boom, 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 boom! Oh no, this was this is problematic. See what we got to do? Yeah, they were. What we need is we need That's we just funny. need a big earthquake, a tornado, a hurricane, or something to sweep through Port Charles and just kill ninety five percent of these characters, and then we can bring in new families who are not related to each other because we need a clean sweep. <laughs> 
There is no way you can get dropped in the middle of any of these families without the ripples just going from border to border of this city. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <clears throat> let's... Heather were cousins, yeah. Where, where is Nicholas, you guys? Where is Nicholas? Oh, I said his lawyer's and stuff. Oh, Nicholas is in the closet rotting. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nicholas has been taken away, probably either by Mason or because he got up on his own accord. Um, I thought that uh, Ava did not take the opportunity to be like, oh, no, we need to. Nicholas was here trying to help us. We need to find an opening the closet door for his body to fall out. And, you know, like, she missed that opportunity. So I guess that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> How can Heather and Cameron be cousins? Did I say that, too? Then I can't talk. Then I can't speak because clearly... <laughs> The words that were going through my brain were not the words that were coming out of my mouth, and I apologize. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't think that they're they're cousins. I was talking about Esme. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas is lurking. I don't know. Maybe, well, I, I feel no, like Nicholas will be back sooner know. than later. I just, I feel that in my bones. There's just something about, there's just something about the air around me. There's just something about, about about i don't know just just things that i've come across in my life just things that that have just come to pass that then ultimately couldn't come to pass that just make me feel like nicholas may be a little less dead than he might have originally was but i i just i don't know anything for sure yeah and that shouldn't have made any sense because i i i hope it didn't <laughs> 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 oh goodness gracious there's so many other things that we haven't talked about we haven't talked about taggart about taggart we gotta talk about taggart i thought real did such a great job every portraying... time he's involved with a big story uh, i well, i am I'll... always left wondering why is he not on more often? <laughs> yeah well his big scenes were just very very good this week so they sure, good they sure were i really like his resolution his resolution mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm Trina's father. Now, the way he said it, too, was like almost like like staking a and nobody else can claim that they are type of <laughs> stance on it. So Taggart versus Curtis might be coming soon if Curtis turns out to be the bio dad of one Miss Trina. Well, Trina, now that she knows um, that she could that they could find out with the DNA test, she's going to have to consent to that. Perhaps she won't. Mm, maybe she'll she... say, Taggart's my dad, Taggart's my dad. End well, of the, at the end of the day, Taggart's my dad. No, thank you. Maybe she won't. But then, you know, then they can always just do a Carly and be like, oh, I found a hair on her brush. Or let me grab this cup and run DNA sample. Yeah, they could. <laughs> because yeah, they could. I don't know. Taggart scenes were realistic, says Chandra. I love Rial, says Kelly. So I thought they were realistic, too. I really think that if somebody who's like, oh, if... if if you are a person who's going to learn this information and have it have absolutely no impact, essentially, like this information has had no impact on uh -huh. Taggart. Now, if you are that type of person, which is a great type of person to be, then yes, incredibly realistic. He was just like, knock, knock, knock. Hey, <laughs> you know, um, and then uh, what was it? Portia was like, I'm, I'm surprised that you aren't, you know, more mad at me and yelling at me. And Taggart then did a little bit, but... <laughs> How could you yeah. do this to me? Um, 
I don't yeah. know, just good, just good. And I, yeah. Again, I just like the claim that he stuck, and I'm looking yeah. forward to what that means in the future because I want more Taggart. I like, I like the yeah. character that they have given him now that he's yeah. not a detective up against Sonny. And I don't think he's at all interested in going to war with Curtis. I don't um, think he wants that. No, I don't think he's trying to go to war. I don't think he's looking no. to go to a war with anybody. I think that it's going to be something that comes about because Curtis yeah. is going to want to stake a claim whether... I don't know. I don't know. I, I think yeah. that there's going to have to be some sort of DNA test for this to be an actual plot. Because otherwise yeah. it's going to be the question that everybody asks every single day that this is going on. Why don't they just do a DNA test? That's true. <laughs> so, I, you know, if this is going to be That's something, true. they're going to have to run one. Um, and and then, I, I, yeah. I did, you know, I did appreciate um, Marshall's understanding of it. I mean, I don't know, you know. Hey, I, I spent a long time away from my family too. I ran the secret. Yeah, I thought it would be too devastating. I understand. Doesn't make yeah, it right. Thanks. <laughs> you can forgive me. Why can't you forgive her? Uh, pretty much, pretty know. much. But it was just very sweet. I just loved it. Yeah, I thought the yeah. two of them, you know, their father, sweet. their father son um, talk was beautiful. <laughs> I know sometimes it sounds like on the show that I don't think that uh, that I think that only blood matters when it comes to family relations. Because you know, I'm like, oh, we'll dissolve this marriage line, and they mean nothing mm -hmm. to each other, and all that kind of stuff. I'm only talking about just like recognized actual titles of people like once you if you have a step brother and your parents mm -hmm. individual parents get separated and divorced that person is no longer mm -hmm. your step brother no matter how long they were your step brother for no matter how many years it didn't matter if you grew up side by side for 20 years and then they and then those parents divorce you might in your heart be like, mm -hmm. that's my brother, that's my kin, that's somebody I grew up with and mm -hmm. I love forever. That might sure. exist in your heart. But if you were to ask a judge, who is this person to you, they would say nothing. Yeah. So that's all I'm ever saying. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Some people I think are, are, are thinking I'm a little heartless. But I might be. <laughs> I might be the most heartless no, person you've ever No, I wouldn't call it heartless. Maybe a tiny bit analytical sometimes, but heartless never... You know, it comes from the fact that I'm really, really just ancient. Look at all this gray hair. And I, I haven't had a kid of my own. I don't know what it's like. I'm so far removed from children and how they, <laughs> you know, that I, I just, I don't know anymore. I just don't. I just, I just don't know. Plus, no, they also have like seven-year-olds playing five-year-olds. So I'm sorry, what was that? You don't have, you're not consistently around children at all. No, no, no. And there was a big, 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 big gap in our family with no babies. Mm -hmm. It was like an 18 year gap. Mm -hmm. So no, I don't got, I don't got a lot of experience. So I say things like, um, you know, Hey, um, why aren't they telling Wiley more things? And then people are like, uh, because he's five. <laughs> Just like. I don't know. One day. Well, I disagree. I disagree on how they're handling Wiley, actually. <laughs> um, I think there is a whole lot that could be said to Wiley 
that would be age-appropriate. Because <laughs> as it stands right now, Willow's just going to die. They, they don't have to say, hey, mommy's got this detrimental fatal disease and she's dying slowly every day. <laughs> say goodbye to mommy. No. no. Don't, to say that, no. <laughs> don't say it that way. <laughs> but, but when Willow eventually does die and just doesn't come home one day, what are they going to say? Because this kid's totally unprepared for it. Because, well, you would... You tell them age-appropriate things right now, and as things progress, you might have to add on to something. You don't have to. There's just a gentle way to handle it for a five-year-old, but soap operas don't do it that way. I'm sorry, Wiley. Mommy's very sick. Mommy's going to have an illness. Mommy's going to be sick for a long time. It's going to take Mommy a very long time to get over it, and I'm going to get more and more and more sick before I get better. I don't know. That seems okay. And then this little four or yeah. five year old squirt would be like, okay, mommy, I'm going to go play with blocks. And then they run off, don't, not even thinking about it, right? I don't know. I think so, yeah. I don't know. Because um, I know people who comment on, like, well, Willow had collapsed right in front of this child. He doesn't know what's going on. And I'm just like, but wasn't he like, hey, mommy, don't go to sleep yet. It's not nap time. Like, he didn't know what was happening, right? No. So, I don't know. No. I don't know. I could just be heartless. That Maybe I just hate Wiley. Do I hate Wiley? Matt, that happened to me. Yeah. I passed out in Toys R Us. Yeah? With your three and a half year old brother, three year old brother uh -huh. holding his hand. I passed out in Toys R Us. Oh my god! Looking gosh. at uh, trick-or-treat costumes. And I was two and a half months pregnant with you. <gasps> I didn't know this happened. Look at me. Look at me learning something and new. And I just... Went like a rag doll to the ground, mm -hmm. and I woke up almost immediately. I was only out for just a few seconds. Yeah, and your brother was like, "Mom, mom, mom, mom!" Not not like frantic or anything. Yeah. More like, "Let's play," kind of thing. You know, oh, mom, you late? Oh, hey, <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, mm. only happened once. It was weird. Oh, well, well, I'm sorry for that temporary dip in blood pressure that I caused you. I guess, huh? <laughs> I just, I just, I just, you know, well, your body was just getting so excited to be making me that it just couldn't well, handle yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very early in my pregnancy with you. <laughs> oh. Willow's bio dad is dead. The actor now plays Finn. <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, even, even fetus Matt was all about the drama. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. Hey, Nakisha. Hey, Nakisha. It's okay that you're late. I'm um, sure we'll have plenty of things to talk about. We haven't hardly talked about anything. No, we've been talking about just life instead. I don't know what's goodness. wrong with us. My just goodness. Weather what are we talking about? Passing out in Toys R Us, looking at Halloween costumes. What did so, he wind up being? Do you remember? Was he a Ninja Turtle? It's okay if you don't remember. You don't have to. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. And I don't think we got anything there. I would think that maybe you wanted to go home after that happened. I did, and the Toys R Us employees kind of freaked out mm -hmm. and didn't want me to leave at first. And it was well, weird. Yeah, what if you passed and out was, behind the wheel? And I wasn't, and I wasn't alone with your brother either. Your dad was with us too. Oh, okay. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Dad was not panicking at all. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, my, you know, well, we were, we were, we, what do you, I want to, what do you, you, you know, I, here, here's the thing about, uh, and then I just saw this note, okay? Um, I okay. had forgotten 
okay? Up until Dex was like, I don't, I'm not really a mob. I'm not really a mobster. I don't know why. I forgot what I'd done already. Um, I had forgotten that he wasn't he does really. Talk, he does talk through his open teeth quite a bit, doesn't he? Something like that. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, you know, like Peter August. It's easy. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Um, I had forgotten that Dex uh, was like not a real mobster. Like I'd forgotten that this he had essentially been lying to Jocelyn this whole time. Like I had forgotten, I had forgotten this aspect. And then she overhears this conversation and is like, "Oh yeah, um, so um, here's this thing that I'm doing, and also uh, I'm trying to capture Sunny." Like it was just such a free give of information with no prompting. It was really interesting. Um, and then Jocelyn didn't care. Well, no, she didn't care. And, you know, he kept the biggest piece of the puzzle out, of course, and that being Michael. Michael, right. Um, but, uh, no, she didn't care. And she does care, but she's Carly's daughter. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's classic gosh. Carly. Oh. That's how Carly would handle it. Oh, my she would love it. But she somehow... <laughs> convoluted kind of way of explaining it but not yeah. liking it and not submitting to it but still understanding it blah 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 carly blah right <laughs> you know and it's just it's so interesting too because because it's like oh no now that i've told you i can't do it because this is going to be a big problem so i'm just going to immediately not do this like let's plan for me to not do this and then they have to realize that he has to it was just weird for me it was a weird interaction for me i can't say that it was bad i can't say that it was wrong i could just say that it was strange it was strange for me Okay. I don't know. Maybe it was just an awkward, weird approach. But that was the last thing I wanted to say about those two crazy lovebirds. <laughs> okay. Two crazy lovebirds. Because we can take the and opposite. And let's talk. I, 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 let's wrap up Spencer and Trina as well. Oh. What else you want to say about those um, two? Oh, they're 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 fine. They're gonna be. They're, those kids will be just fine. They make it they out will. now. Trina's trying to jump his bones, and Spencer's like, "No, this has to be perfect. I need to lay you down on a bed of roses in a meadow, not Oscar's meadow, because I... you knew Oscar." With a different meadow, one with roses. <laughs> I actually loved it. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. it. It's very sweet. It, if if you want daytime romance, they're doing it. It was extremely romantic. They're doing it. They are doing the romance. They're doing it well. It was extremely romantic. Yeah. I loved it. It's 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 good stuff. It really is. It uh, I I I am not unhappy with it. Um, I think, and that... like I said on Wednesday. Their continuous nonstop kissing wasn't gross. No, no, no. They've clearly been working on it backstage. You <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I> never know. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's good. It's it's fine. Um, way better than the kiss between Trina and Cameron from a couple of years ago. That was a different actress, though. Yep, that was old Trina. Sydney Michaela. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm, I'm enjoying the speed. I think it's 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 fine. Um, I appreciate that he wanted to take her to Windermere, and that's how they found out about all the craziness and chaos there. I thought all of these characters winding up on Windermere, all of them made sense for what was going mm -hmm. on, and nothing felt like contrived. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm totally happy for that because um, there was a lot of people hopping on a boat going to that island. Uh, the only one missing, the only person missing was uh, Uncle Victor. Uncle Victor, <laughs> it's probably good that I missed all of this. I need to find out what happened to Nicholas anyway. 
<laughs> I'm busy tinkering with my weather machine. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe more of that next week, because it's because uh, we got all of this big plotline stuff going on, and then there's there's the looming Victor. Victor's been looming for years, and they sprinkle yes. the story in a day or two a week, if even that. You know, Anna yeah. and Valentina run into the thing by haunting the ADA or what, whoever she is, or the assistant yeah. mayor. Um, yeah. But that gets such little time and attention that I don't feel like it's building to anything really right now. Not like the Pikeman thing has been building and the Trina thing has been building and Ryan and Heather have been building. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that needs a little bit more time. It needs more time in the oven, as they would say. This was the great, great British bake-off. <laughs> needs to be in there a little while longer. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Matt, how no, dare you bring up I... that horrible kiss? I'm sorry, Daisy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> oh goodness! Brick seems to be dragging his feet on digging up dirt on decks, like Sonny asked him to a while ago. Here's the thing about the pacing on this show: it's weird, but um, <laughs> things happen when they're supposed to happen. <laughs> I don't think we're necessarily supposed to take this as one stream of time. I think we're just supposed to take these as stories. You know, not a day in a life of Port Charles, but here are the stories of people who live in Port Charles. I think that's <laughs> what's going on. Mm -hmm. so, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So, do you think sweeps is over? I think that sweeps is over because it's February twenty sixth. I think that this was the end of the week, the sweeps week or the sweeps weeks, I guess, uh, for February. Yeah. Uh, the next one is what uh, May. Mm -hmm. All right. So, I think the Pikeman thing is going to happen, but it might not be the. I mean, I want it to be big and dramatic with explosions and a gunfight, but it might not be. Might not be. But it could be the start of building up to whatever is a big explosion gunfight in May. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's still Valentine's well, Day. So, yeah. I'm all, you know, I'm all for it. And we saw it a little bit um, this week on Friday. I'm all for Sasha, like, coming back, like, yeah. freaking Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And she did a little bit. Going into that police station, mm -hmm. she spun that. And those bumbling bobbies didn't even ask her who she freaking was, really. And let her all in there. All right. Yeah. PCPD's terrible. And I love the way Dante handled it, too. By coming in there and, like, you know, putting her in check. However, letting her do her thing, too. Yeah. I loved it. So I hopefully... Hopefully, when when Sasha finds out that Gladys has really messed up, yeah, so bad, yeah, I hope she's able to just like take ownership back of everything and uh, makes people accountable too. Like she becomes Maybe. like some, like like an advocate. Yeah, <laughs> and Cody might help. Cody might wind up helping with the law. So, so, so Nancy Lee Gron was like, oh, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. Make Alexis do something else, which is why Alexis is a journalist now. Because Nancy Lee is like, I'm tired of doing courtroom scenes, you guys. Can we please do something else? Let's do something okay. a little more along the lines of where my soul really lies. Let me be a journalist who fights for justice. Um, so, but that means that we're kind of lacking a female lawyer. And obviously, you know, we could use Molly more, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of into the idea of Sasha and like that. 
attorney, you know, power attorney, Sasha Gilmore. I was, I was, I was into it. I, was well, I don't into see it. why not. I don't see why not. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, you who, know. who knows what she was up to before she came to Port Charles? She could be 45 out of 50 credits away from having a law degree. <laughs> I think that she, uh, I think with Sonny's help, she could really make um, Mrs. Wu accountable Ooh. for what she's done. Mm. With Sonny's help. Mm. I know that Sonny and Mrs. Wu are supposed to, you know, are supposed to be in somewhat in a truce of business, but not really a partners. Yeah. Next next you know? year's story. Next year's story. It's for the 2024 image. And then of course, and then of course, because of who he is, Sonny starts liking him some Sasha. <laughs> 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 hmm. I don't know what it is about you, but you know, I, there's there's the woman I love and the woman that I need right now. You're the woman <laughs> that I need right now, Sasha. <laughs> Gray Baldwin and Gilmore says Melissa. There we go. They can open up a practice together. Um, James Lott Jr. and I last year last year did like the five things that could improve gh you know we we both brought five things to the table and one of his was more workplace drama gh doesn't have enough workplace drama and hell man yeah open up a open up a a partnership free lawyers i'm into (laughs) it i'm into it you know somebody comes stumbling in oh no you can't defend him and be bad for our rep you remember and you probably don't but spinelli and sam used to have like a a PI office. Ooh, that's neat. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> Robert had a lottery. Why not Sasha? There you go. There you go. <laughs> See? See? <laughs> but I just uh, really enjoy Sasha, you know. Yeah. I've always going in there too. and and oh my gosh, and just Heather was so good at spinning it immediately. Woo! Yeah. That was yeah, just, so just you crazy woman. So just good. a crazy, crazy woman. Good times, good times. And you know, we can't have a we can't go more than two weeks without having Nina just just tell somebody off, right? To just just mm-hmm. so it's funny because some weeks I'm like, Nina's fine, you guys. I don't understand why you why you give her such trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. And then we've got weeks like this where she is just why did Willow go home? Shouldn't she be here? I'm just like, shut up, Nina. Yes. <laughs> I don't usually feel like that, but this week I did. I'm just like, shut up, Nina. Because she was annoying. <laughs> and then she like corners Drew. And I'm like, this as much as I don't care about Drew, he doesn't deserve this. He's not involved. No, and then she's involved. She, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sure she they came up with that decision with together and with Carly. And I'm just like, Carly had nothing to... And so this week, I can kind of see it. I'm not saying that my heart has changed. I still think that people are still being a little mean to Nina. But this week, she could have backed off. She sure could have. Basolini is here. Hey. That's why... That's... that. That's... One of the reasons why she never gets really forgiven and accepted. She pops off and says something dumb again. She just pushes it. She just pushes it. And then and then and then she walks off going, you know, payback's gotta be a bitch or whatever it is, you know? And I'm just like, Nina, you don't say those things. Oh, they're gonna be ready. You know, in the same I'm thinking the same I'm thinking the same thing every time when she pulls off some this kind of stuff. (laughs) 
at the end of the day, look, all this stuff that you said and did to try to make things better makes up everybody understand. Well, you took four steps back. <laughs> yeah, it was it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I I could defend things like in the necklace. I can say, well, she's desperate. It was the wrong move, but she was desperate, reaching for anything to try to make a connection before Willow dies. I just can't say that this week. This week was her freaking out because Willow made a decision that Nina wouldn't have. Like I. Uh, Maybe that's where the controlling mother fear uh, comes from on the other side of the uh, of the argument there. Uh, so, whatever. Yeah. Nina is Carly obsessed, says Daisy. It's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, chat, she's revengeable. That's that's for sure. Yeah, I, so I mean, she, you know, she's going to try to. I understand. Carly should be held more accountable than what she has been. Everybody just kind of like said, oh, Carly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anytime somebody brings you know? it up with Drew, too, he's just like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was mad at her and I told her that she can't do that again. <laughs> I said that that was she, 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 shame on her. I told her, no, that was bad. And everyone's saying, well, how can you accept this? I didn't accept it. I told her it was wrong and told her she can't do it again. <laughs> Come on, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened <laughs> so yes everybody did underreact underreact for what the crap that Carly did I sure did but at the end of the day Nina is her own worst enemy when it comes to acceptance and people giving her a chance she kicks herself in her own butt i did all like the what, time i did like what the show did when nina and not nina when willow and carly were talking to, a, to each other at uh, the court of Maid boathouse wherever, wherever it is the gatehouse wherever it is they live um they were talking mm -hmm. and then willow was like you know it didn't have to be this way i could have gotten healthy earlier and they went to commercial break and i'm like huh huh is willow gonna say something like if you'd only told me about Nina six months ago, I could have had a bone marrow transplant and everything would have been fine. But she didn't. She's like, I could have gotten chemo and I picked this baby over Wiley and I'm a bad mommy. And it's just, ugh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, man, they're just teasing us with this now. Like the writers are teasing us with a confrontation <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. She's going to be um, on her absolute deathbed. And then she's going to get a miracle for her <laughs> leukemia. She is. It'll be Liesl. If it's not Liesl, it'll be baby James somehow, some way. Something. Oh, Maybe Maxie still has baby James's umbilical cord stuff. Cryogenically. <laughs> Blah. I mean, there's a whole you know? play side of the family that they haven't <clears> talked about. Liesl is clearly going to be the match, but we haven't gotten to the point in the story where Willow is going to be almost dead enough for this last minute cure to come through. Um, and, you know, this is another thing that bugged me about Nina this week. But hmm. oh, was her being overbearing as well. She should be in the hospital. Blah, blah, blah. How could she not understand that that was where Willow would want to be? Because she's more obsessed with she... Willow having the longest number of days on the planet than the quality number of days. Yeah. So, yeah. at at her core, she's showing that she's still selfish person. Well, what she needs to do is not be selfish anymore. 
It's simple. It's easy. You just have any well, Yeah, well, that's that kind of goes along with what I've been it's saying. Nina really. has a hard time getting out of her own way. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, Let's see. Carolyn, buddy. What? Same thing, didn't you? I don't know. The chat, did the chat just loves talking to each other now? And it's wonderful to see how many <laughs> friends have been made on the 10th floor. This is good stuff. Look at you all just talking to each other. Oh, oh. Nina's daughter obsessed. My daughter this and my daughter that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Ned knows the truth about uh, Carly. I don't know what that means. Ned knows the truth about Carly. All right, I'm not uh, sure what that means, Carolyn. I'm sorry. The truth about... I mean, he, he knows that... He... he he knows about the insider trading. Yeah. But he has no reason Does to turn he? him in. Not yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Wiley is uh, Nell's son. Can't she get it from him? They haven't addressed that. No, they haven't. Um, no. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe he's too young. Maybe it's not. I don't know. My, uh, you guys. I don't know. I don't know. This is, this is tough. All right. This is tough. And mom, maybe you can help me out with this. Because it is mm -hmm. just a story, you know, like the, yes. they're telling the story, the story that they're telling <clears> is that <throat> Willow is unable to find a cure. <clears throat> She's trying and can't find one, trying and can't find one, trying and can't find one. That's the story that they're telling. Where mm -hmm. is the, uh, the split? What's, where does the teeter totter lie when it comes to like telling this story about Willow almost dying and trying to be as realistic as possible when it comes, we'll just burrow into that kid's bones, um, which, you know, we might do in real life. But why tell this story at all if you're just going to get the bone marrow from Wiley? Yeah. You know? So it's tough. It's tough because it is so far away from what people would really do. Well, and I don't and I and I don't think it's within character at all for Willow to do that. I don't think Willow would consent to that. Well, I don't think so either. I do think that Wiley's a little young for such procedure. I'm not sure that it exactly I don't know the law. I don't know the rules. I don't know I don't what a doctor know what the would laws, do. I don't know the compatibility and, you know, with her, him being so young and her being, you know, well into being an adult, what difference it would make. I think, but at the same time, though, since it is an actual disease that is real mm -hmm. and it's not worms in your brains or spheres in your whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's none of that. Yeah. So. I think it's a I think it's a discredit for people going through it for it not to be told in a real manner mm -hmm. and something that could yeah. actually happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Kelly right. says that uh, stories on soaps are half you know sort of reality based and half definite fiction yes. type of deal. So you know I, I can get it there. Um, I, I would just say yeah, the answer to most of these questions of why aren't they doing this or why aren't they doing that, it's just because that's not the story that they're telling. They're not telling the story yeah. of how Michael and Willow have rallied the community with a bone marrow drive to save Willow's life. That's just not the story that they're telling. They're telling the story right. of Willow being dying and having to leave her family and dealing with those emotions and can she survive and yeah who can do it and all of that so yes yeah it's more you know that the the um the plot of her illness is other than her illness itself is her mother you yeah. know nothing yes. else Anyway, it's a controversial topic when a child is conceived for a specific purpose of donating, but a child can be a bone marrow donor. 
uh, Chandra says. So, you know, oh, talking wow. about those families that have a sick kid and then have another kid just to farm. Oh, you know what? I saw a movie about that. Yeah, because it's real. It actually happens to people. It did actually happen. It was a couple of the two daughters. Yeah, I, remember. Yeah, I don't remember the, the title. I don't remember the name of the movie either, but I'm sure chat will be screaming at us in a second. <laughs> <laughs> they are thinking of ELQ. Why would they be thinking about ELQ? Oh, Ned will have a reason. I'm sorry. There's it, there's more. Uh, <laughs> Ned will have a reason once they try to kick him out of ELQ now that Valentine is dead. Yeah, that hasn't come up at all. So when it comes to Valentine and Anna oh, being true. dead, um, it's like the community doesn't care. There has been no funeral. There has been no sadness. There has been no discuss. There's been nothing about Anna and Valentine yeah. supposedly being dead. And if I was Victor yeah. Cassidy, I would find that mighty suspicious. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. If nothing else, we should see a maxi that's just broken about it. Yeah. Felicia should be beyond herself. But they're not. But they're not. They're not. They're not putting on any public shows for Victor on that front. Yeah. Victor's going to figure that out. These people are awfully callous over the death of one of their closest friends and allies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we'll see that'll heat up in the oh yeah scripts, I, guess. I think in the next few months you know victor's victor's um a nasty plot that's been brewing for so long <laughs> in his <laughs> in his cauldron <laughs> uh, my sister's keeper is the name of that movie oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh victor's trying to get the body i don't know if victor knows that nicholas is dead um <laughs> I'm surprised that Victor hasn't gone for custody of Charlotte. See, there you go. Who's taking care of Charlotte? Victor, Valentine's dead. Lulu's in a coma. Who is raising Charlotte? She's been at Laura's house for some time now, ever oh, since she right, came back home from school. Well, there we go. Laura's Grams. Laura's just going to pick up all these wayward kids. She's going to she's going to raise yeah, Ace. She's going to raise Ace. She's going to raise Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, one my daughter, well my son is dead. The other son is in Africa. The other the daughter's in a coma. I have got no kids left. So, yeah, I'm going to start collecting. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check confirms Laura, 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 Laura. <laughs> Oh, gosh. This is just a nitpicky dumb thing, but I noticed it on Friday. They showed uh, Elizabeth looking at a photo of herself and her two boys, just her two boys again, with no, um, what the heck is his name? See, look <laughs> at that. That's why he's not in the picture. <laughs> uh, you're talking about Jake. Um, yeah, no Jake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no so, Jake in the middle there. Aiden. Little, little husty, husty, and so, Cameron. So... Is it the new? It's it's. Is it William Lipton and the new actor who plays Aiden and yes. and not Jake at all? Right, no, no Jake, and it's just fine. I just find it interesting that they they wouldn't have a cast photo with her and the three boys. Well, they don't. It was, it was not weird <laughs> when they did it once, but I found it weird that they did it twice with her just being you know admiring the photo and mm -hmm. being melancholy looking at it. And there's no Jake. So I think this is one of those strange things that 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 that's like, why did you make this choice? Um, I believe that this is because they currently do not have an actor that is playing Jake. Hudson West, I don't think, is involved anymore. Because if he was, they would just use a picture of him that they have. So you think it's a cost savings measure? So I, I think that they didn't include an actor... <laughs> in the photo so they didn't have to pay him because when you show the photo you have to pay them or the estate um so yeah. i think that it's so they didn't have to pay hudson 
because they don't mm-hmm. intend on using him for Jake mm-hmm. anymore because he's the next time we see him, he's going to be, uh, you know, a junior in high school. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. Now, then, then, then the other side of that is why have her look at a picture and show us what the picture is at all? And I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't have an answer. Like but that's said, a guess. I have no idea. I, the, I noticed it. The, I noticed it the first time and the second time it was weird. Because it, <laughs> it would make no sense as a creative choice unless they've decided that Jake no longer exists, which I don't think soaps usually really do. So, um, I, I, from a, um, from a creativity, artistic storytelling standpoint, um, given the passion that these people do have for making this show, I don't think that forgetting an entire kid of Elizabeth's is something that would happen. I think that there is a reason why Jake was not included, and I think it has to do with the only reason why you would not include that kid, which is you don't want to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, and the first time I explained it away as well, I explained it away, away as well the first time with saying that, you know, there was a period in time in their lives where he was not with them. Well, there's that too. Or how late I had him. You know, However, but... when I looked at the photo the second time, I see that Aiden is too old for that yeah. to be true. Yeah. So I, I really think it's just because they, they don't have an actor to portray uh, Jake at the moment. Yeah. So. Who knows? I'd like to see Jake older and being Cam's number two. He can try to dust things up with Dex and be a little, uh, be a more emotive Jason. <laughs> and that's the thing. Is Jake. I, I want him to age up Jake and make him a little, a little more like his dad. Yeah, that's exactly it. And you, you and Melissa are agreeing with what I'm agreeing with Melissa to look at Melissa. Look at you just being the center of agreement. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think that it's it's an opportunity for them to recast some tough-looking Jason, almost clone, uh, and go that direction. Yeah. Rather than being like, Dex is the new Jason, Brando is the new Jason. Let's mm-hmm. see what's happening with Jason's oldest kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, Danny can be like the opposite. He can be like super sweet and sensitive. I don't know. Yeah. Or he can be <laughs> a drunk like AJ. I don't know. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> thank you, Chandra. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessings. Ah, so yeah, that's what's going on. Lucky's in Africa. Uh, too much for him to be there. Yes. <laughs> uh, Lucky um, is too busy. I don't know. What is he doing in Africa? He was a detective and a drug addict. Is he like... I, I don't know. A they photographer? Don't, they I don't, know. don't say much about him. They don't. They don't say much they about him. They don't. But he wasn't raised at first like he Jason. Was in Ireland. At first he was in Ireland. So maybe... maybe but he wasn't raised like Jason. Well, Jason also bumped his head and doesn't remember being raised at all. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's genetic. Maybe he's just a, maybe he's just a tough guy. Maybe, uh, you know, um, the death of Franco really hurt him. He was upset over something. Maybe Jeff Weber's going to convince him to be a jerk. I don't know, Kai Wan. Any number of things can happen. It's a soap opera. Maybe he has, he has a PTSD from being with Helena. Yeah. Yeah, Kaiwan says that he thinks Lucky works for the Peace Corps. That just, it just seems like a very Jonathan Taylor Thomas leaving home improvement story. So I just don't know if I'm conflating <laughs> things, you know, because Randy went off to Africa to work for the Peace Corps or something and left before the final season of Home that. Improvement. So I don't know if I'm just, con- oh, if, I, if, I, if I'm confusing Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Jonathan Jackson, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jonathan Taylor uh. Thomas. Oh my goodness. What a heartthrob in the 90s. My God. 
That was a that was the first poster that your sister had on the wall of a boy. And it was my fault. And she I was won like that five. poster in the fourth grade raffle. All right. So <laughs> Miss Quisenberry's class. All right. I'm a fourth grade teacher, Miss Quisenberry. All right. I'm not lying. That. Her name was Miss Quisenberry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Miss Quisenberry's class. Uh, she would give raffle tickets for good behavior throughout the month. And at the end of the month, she would have a raffle and she would give away prizes. They were teacher prizes, cheap things for fourth graders, you know. Uh, but she did get a big picture, a big poster of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And all of the girls in the class were like, <laughs> and I won the raffle for the big poster of Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Thomas, in which I became the most popular kid in the fourth grade for a moment. Let me tell you, everybody wanted it. Well, every girl wanted it. And I said, no, you know what? I'm going to give this to my sister. Because my sister from the ripe old age of like three days, <laughs> I thought boys were cute. My God, she's thought the boys were cute her whole life, her entire life. There's not been a memory that I have where she did not think that some boy was cute. It's been she a... started thinking boys were cute when she was three years old. Like, yes, she did. Like big time. She 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 loves looking at boys. Let me tell. Now, okay, that sounds wrong. But when she's like four or five years old at the time, you know, because she was, I was like nine, ten years old in the fourth grade, so she'd be like yeah. four or five. Yeah. Give her this picture, this poster of Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and she just woof. Just, just very happy. And uh, yeah, the, the, the poster collection grew from there. It was like walking into a girl's room in the 70s of just like Donny Osmond and the, the, the Cassidy, David Cassidy Man. and all that stuff. Sweetheart, <laughs> I should have realized you were gay that very day. Why? Because you didn't choose a little girl that you liked, oh. that you wanted attention <laughs> from to give it to. Well, maybe I just like my sister. <laughs> Maybe I just wanted to make her day, make her happy. She's who she's who matters to me, not some random girl in the fourth grade. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Uh, Curling is a leading character. She she isn't going to pay. Sonny has to pay for his crimes. Wait, if if Carly is a leading character who doesn't have to pay, Sonny is also a leading character. So why wouldn't he have to? Why would he have to pay? I don't understand the logic on that one. Well, yeah. they're both supposed to, you know, they both have are kind of in, in, in trouble with the law, both of them, really. <laughs> I mean, Sonny, not so much right yeah. now. Of course, he's a monster, but he's about to, if, if all this goes down run, with run the Pikeman stuff. They're <clears throat> running guns. And it turns out that he actually gets caught and has some federal charges and really, you know, has a big, a big old, uh, you know, uh, problem and maybe go to jail. You know, Sonny will go to jail for long, but, you no. know, a big dramatic yeah. situation with the law okay maybe he finally got caught that could be happening yes and the likelihood has never been stronger Jeannie loved david and sean i imagine she means cassidy's i don't know who david <laughs> cassidy is i i think i remember sean cassidy who's david cassidy i think i love is that you david who's the father of katie cassidy <laughs> David Cassidy. David Cassidy. So Sean Cassidy is the less famous one. Sean Cassidy, yes, okay. I would say so. David Cassidy's from the Partridge family. Okay, you know? okay. I then I don't know who Sean Cassidy is. Or I do know who Sean Cassidy is, and I just can't make the face. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so Daisy's out of correct. She meant that Sonny and Carly don't have to pay. Sonny's not going to have to pay for nothing. Carly doesn't have to pay for nothing. I'm with it. Well, that'll probably be how it turns out for the most part. That'll probably be how it does turn out. 
Yeah. But they're going to have to go, you know, they'll be held accountable in the, to some degree. But, you know, a life changing event for them? No, they'll wiggle out of it somehow. <laughs> uh, Sean Cassidy is the brother of David Cassidy. I would imagine Sean Cassidy was on General Hospital for a bit. Says Chandra. Sean yeah. Cassidy. And Sean Cassidy was on the Hardy Boys, was on a, uh, a series called Cassidy. the Hardy Boys. And he had a music career. And Shirley oh, yeah. Jones I, I, I see Sean is his yeah. mother. I know Sean Cassidy. I know, Sean. I, I, I know this face, sure. this famous face from yesteryear. Yeah. 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 And yeah, David yeah. Cassidy's from the Partridge family. Yeah, I remember David Cassidy because he was the one that, um, uh, you know, like he was on the Partridge family. And then there was that one Partridge. See, no, I don't need to tell the story. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the Partridge family. I, I know their faces. I looked at them on the internet. Look at me. I just wasn't around for it. <sighs> no, I, I was I was super young, like when the when the like Brady Bunch and mm -hmm. the Partridge family was on, like the first couple of seasons. Um I was only like eight myself. I was like a little girl. Still. Well, a perfect demographic for the show first, then. When they premiered when they premiered on I, I think I was like seven or eight years old. I think I love you as a friend of a man is a zero. Haven't got love you. I love you, David Cassidy. Kaiwan, I, I just enjoy your contributions. <laughs> Say that again. I think I love you as a friend of a man is a zero. Haven't got you love. I haven't got love you. I love David Cassidy. I'm going to say that Kaiwan <laughs> is a fan Cassidy. of David Cassidy and was trying to, uh, <laughs> to do some lyrics. The most popular yeah, legendary one, episode one of, of Behind first, the Music. Oh, nice. One of the first uh, albums that I bought as a kid, when I first started listening to records, I started listening to my mom's old 45s from the fifties. Yeah. Her old, you know, like, you know, Chubby Checker stuff and her Elvis Presley stuff and her 45s. Mm -hmm. That's how I really, I love, love music. And that's what I started listening to was my mom's uh, Elvis Presley albums and my mom's rock and roll fifties, 45s. <laughs> but then when i finally got a couple you know when i got something of my own and i was pretty young one of the first ones i got was the first partridge family oh, album look at you ma look at you Jeannie <laughs> said uh Jeannie's 60 and she says that she loved david cassidy since she was eight yeah oh i love donnie osmond oh oh Oh. And I, I know still you do, and I finally got to meet him last year. Well, my celebrities anyway. are from different decades. So. so, so that's it, Mama. That was the week we talked um, about it. We didn't talk about Liz and Scotty. It. I don't know, Liz and Scotty. Uh, but that's that's going to heat up more next week. Scotty and yeah, Robert. Yeah, that's going to heat up more next week. That's not enough information. Mm -hmm. What else are you going to tell me? Yeah, <laughs> Elizabeth, your witness as Elizabeth Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be fun next yeah. week. Yeah, that yeah. will be fun next week. Yeah, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I think that we yeah. got a lot of set, uh, got a lot of cool stuff set up. We got a lot of payoffs for a lot of long term stories that have been going on this week, and we got some cool stuff set up for next. So hopefully they're able to continue the momentum, and continue it, continue yes, being just so as too. good. You know, not everything has to be super high so. impact. Nothing has to, not always, doesn't always have to be, you know, the main event of every story every week. Yes, but so long as they keep you know, it moving and keep it compelling and keep the performances great, I'm here for it. Could we you didn't tell talk it about was Sunny? Absolutely. What did you talk about Sunny for? Sunny was just like, I'm done with you. We're never doing anything again. I hate you. You know my son. That's about all that Sunny did. 
yeah, uh, he and Michael had a little bit of a showdown. And I didn't think that, uh, I don't think that necessarily Michael uh, spoke to him correctly or not, but I thought that Sonny lost his cool at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that um, of all of the confrontations that Sonny and Michael have had, for this to be the one that Sonny was like, that's it. I've tried to come at you from every angle. It seemed to be a little <laughs> under, you know, like the, the comp, like they didn't, I don't know. I guess for that reaction, I expected some sort of big blow up, big, some sort of big, you need to get out of my house right now. And you need to never talk to me or my wife again. You know, that kind of stuff. I tried everything, Michael. I tried everything. But we didn't, we didn't have that. So it's, I guess it's just a little different than what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all. So we'll see what happens next week. Next week is good. We're gonna get back into the the Sunny Nina Willow Cancer Baby Pikeman stuff. All of that's gonna come right back into our faces next week. So we'll talk about I it. Sure then. will. We'll talk yeah. about it then. Uh, Wednesday, yeah. Ma. Wednesday. You wanna? You wanna? You wanna? You wanna talk about a magazine? Do you wanna? You wanna? You wanna do a movie review? You wanna? You wanna hang out on Wednesday with these people? Sure. Are you busy? Are you busy? Um, no, I'm not busy. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll do something. At least half an hour. You know, yeah, we talk about it. Wednesday's probably not the greatest day for it, is it's turning out. What do you mean? The day of the week. Why? What's wrong with it? Because I have Ellie after school that day oh. and it's my day to make dinner and stuff too oh why are you picking wednesday what's wrong with you pick a different well, day thursday thursday's 100 percent better all right we'll do thursdays then okay yeah we'll we'll uh we'll, we'll compete against smackdown what time what time uh seven pacific probably it's just it's it's unfortunate yeah. it's unfortunate folks because my work day ends at six and i would love for it to end earlier than that but it ends at six and i need time to like you know make it home and push buttons and make a picture yeah. and tell everybody that we're doing it and all that stuff takes time so yeah. really sounds yeah. because of his late exit from work i mean um you know I, that's pretty good we're getting on there like an hour after he walks out of work that's pretty fast <laughs> you know it's true though you know and i'm, I'm, I'm an important <clears throat> but with an important job it is unfortunate it is unfortunate because it is so late on the east coast yeah. But then I think, you know, if it were opposite, if it were opposite, well, then every, uh, then our, our West Coast folks would, wouldn't be off work yet. It's very strange. And they would be, you know what I mean? But it's, it, it works out better for the West Coast people because when they get off of work, they can come and catch a quick replay of something yes. that was just on versus somebody on the East Coast that was sleeping and then has their whole day ahead of them. And now they're a day behind. Now, when it comes to our show, you know. I yes. don't imagine that people are just sitting on the edge of the seat waiting for us to broadcast. Uh, but when it comes to other shows, that that's where it can kind of suck. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, Boots. Uh, apparently, AEW Dynamite is on Thursdays. But you know what? Mm. It's wrestling. I can't compete against that. You're going to watch that instead of me. But that's okay. Us. Me. I'm so arrogant. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, I'm, I'm going to be back in the elevator. Yeah. Yeah, let's get on the elevator. Yeah, and we'll figure it out. We'll do something on, well, I know, 11 p.m. Kelly's time. Well, I appreciate you showing up if you ever do, Kelly, because you're awesome. There will never be a perfect time, says Chandra. Just come on, and if folks are here, they'll come. If they aren't, they won't. Thank you very much, Chandra. I appreciate that. 
because it's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's what we said when we started start, started doing this mess. Yeah, yeah. we're we're, we're going to do a podcast, but we're going to. I mean, so we had been doing the webcam version of it already for a year or whatever, and we're just like, whatever. Like, what what's the difference between a live broadcast and what we're doing right now? So we just we pushed the button, and we said, if people want to come, they they will. And you did. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and what and the, what's been the best part of doing it differently is. Now we have a chat. And now we have a chat. And we did not before. You guys are awesome. <laughs> anyway, Thursday. You're in the yes. elevator, man. Thursday. Thursday oh. at seven. We'll bring you something. Perfect. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Melissa. Goodbye, Chandra. Goodbye, Kelly. Goodbye, Tyrone. Goodbye, Boots. Goodbye, Nikisha. Goodbye, Jeannie. And we start like, goodbye, Joe Bob. Good night, Sally Ann. And we start turning <laughs> off the lights, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, you can get on the elevator. We're going to get back down to the first floor. We're going to go into our cars. We're going to duck and dive and juke and jive away from the intense rain and wind <laughs> that existed in L.A. this week. Um, <laughs> we're going to turn our videos to previous episodes of the 10th floor, which you can find on all your podcasting platforms. And, of course, right here on YouTube as well, at least for our YouTube history. I have it all divided into yearly playlists and everything. It's super fun and super easy to find the entire library of the 10th floor so have a good time check that out in the meantime you know like this video subscribe to the channel if you haven't if this is you watching on a playback leave a comment say thank you so much for entertaining me and i'll say you're welcome see look at this just the arrogance it's terrible gosh <laughs> if you can't find our podcast on your favorite podcasting platform you can reach out to me on twitter at 10th floor gh and i will point you in the right direction or get it added to the podcast app that you're looking at I think that's it. Well, it's you guys should know some, some time with your families. I've been met. And I've been Kat. And we'll catch you next time right here on the 10th floor. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye.